This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. This is Mark Lloyd and I was joined on the show this week by tech guru Kevin Sebastian, who's an absolutely massive video gamer, as I used to be many, many years ago. I've not played for a while, but I think he's going to get me back into it. We talked about all kinds of video games, about how big the actual competitive side of video gaming is, and one of my favourite games in tech, and there's a brand new one on the way. If you're a video gamer, you're going to love this podcast. Enjoy it, and don't don't forget to join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift on Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show, and we're going to turn our attention to the world of video gaming very, very shortly. But first of all, I want to wish my next guest, Kevin Sebastian, a very happy birthday. Uh, I think it was yesterday, wasn't it? Was it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, I, I said to you, you know, so what did you do for your birthday? Um, and, you know, I thought maybe go to the movies, go party somewhere. But you had a very novel way of spending your birthday, right. tell me. So... Uh, I know a lot of people will be generally celebrating their 32nd birthday with a yep. lot of parties yeah, and stuff. Because yeah. like, the 30s, obviously, are a very interesting time, right? But right. Uh, being a massive nerd and having, uh, I think 2022 generally was just me just going out, out and doing a lot of work. And I just wanted to spend the one day to myself. Okay. And uh, I bought the Mandalorian Starfighter set from Lego. <laughs> And I told my lovely partner that uh, you can, she can go to the office and I will spend the entire day just sitting at home and building that. Really? And on top of that, I actually streamed that as well. I, I, I stream my builds live for people who, there's a huge market on Twitch. Uh, who, who People who just watch people building Lego. Yeah. So yeah. I said, you know what, let me do that. It's, it's basically a nice hobby as a mukbang, as a, the fascination of watching people eat online. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I spent the greater part of six hours just building Six it. hours? Yeah. Because that, yeah. that set is designed, it's a huge set, it's a big one, it's one of the one of the bigger sets that I've seen. Right. And uh, I really wanted it. I, I buy like two sets every year. That's generally my cutoff. Well, I was going to ask you, I mean, how, how many I have quite have a few. Uh, barring space, Space restrictions because obviously uh, it's coming in the way of my uh, my lovely wife's plants, but <laughs> get, I I love get Lego. Rid of and plants, get rid of plants. Yeah, we need more I mean, Lego. Let me keep my Star Wars stuff yeah. in there. <laughs> but no, I, I genuinely enjoyed it, and I genuinely think like Lego is an ex- excellent form of therapy, at yeah. least for me. Yeah, there's because something about Lego. I'm, I've got absolutely. to say, you know, um, it, it it just hooks you straight away. Uh, I know my son-in-law is he's mad on Star Wars as well and I bought him the, the, the Darth Vader for Christmas and he did the same thing as you kind oh, of wow. you know videoed it and it all it kind of in fast uh, mode and and building it and, and it really works I think hard. this is our generations uh, because people obviously people in their 60s now are into old cars or old yeah, bikes yeah. maybe this will be our you know our, our thing uh, yeah. yeah obviously yeah yeah so where's it standing proudly in your living it's room it's standing next to the Boba Fett well happy birthday and, and thank you very good much. on your six hours of, of work there now um get away from that i know you spent quite a few hours here in dubai today at the esports yeah. summit so tell me what you discovered at that so esports here in the middle east is a big thing like uh with the next world forum happening just recently with, in, a couple of week, days ago in saudi arabia yeah there is a massive investment here for gaming for come on the competitive front and we're looking at at least upwards of 3.4 billion by 2025 
that's the numbers we're talking about. Wow. Uh, there are several, several organizations here in the UAE. A lot of them are tournament organizers. And a lot of them as well, on the micro level, we're talking about people who come and play on the amateur level. You're looking at cash prices of 10,000 dirhams a week going out to like teams. And yeah. this is then going upwards to like 50 to $60,000. And there are grand events where cash prices can even go up to like 5 million. So the money is there. <laughs> yeah, clearly, yeah. there's clearly a, a lot of investment in that yeah, front. Yeah. So one of the things we've learned is that, and it's a good sign as well, like a lot of female gamers are coming out of the woodwork now and they're coming out on their own. And are a they lot good? Of them are, are they beating the guys? Uh, we're getting, <laughs> I, I, you know what? Honestly, I, I honestly think that will be the case in the next 10 years. Competitive gaming right now is when you remove the division between male and women and put them in the same room. Because again, it's pure yeah. skill. Right, yeah. it's, you're not looking at biology here. There's none of those factors. It's just how good are you at the game. So, what kind of games are popular with uh, right. esports? Is it is it your FIFA? Is it your football? Yeah, is which it? is interesting. You bring up FIFA because you have the World Cup coming out this year. However, yeah. EA have lost that license now. It's going to be called EA Sports FC 2023. Oh, so FIFA are going to make their own game, which is right. again anyone's guess what they're going to do. Yeah, uh, and as you, as you rightly said, FIFA is very popular here. Um, and also your Call of Duties, uh, Riot, Valorant, and we also have other games like your League of Legends, uh, Dota 2. So there's so many competitive shooters and competitive uh, MOBAs, mobile online battle arenas. The one aspect I did not realize, however, and this is something that has been talked about but not actually spoken on a competitive level, mobile gamers are contributing the biggest amount of money right now. Diablo Immortal, and I'm pretty mm. sure you're, you know Diablo very well. Mm -hmm. Diablo Immortal, for if love it or hate it, it made a lot of money. It paid, it made 1.2 billion in microtransactions alone, and it's a whale game. It's designed to rope people in to pay to win these kind of games. Right, right. And uh, that's something I don't quite agree with, but I understand as a business, gaming industries are changing very, very fast. So. Mm. Mm. In this region alone, I, you can see that's very obvious. A lot of the games are being localized to Arabic. They are localizing the language, they're localizing yeah. the menus, so they're yeah. trying to make it more accessible. Yeah. And they, you can see there's a serious focus right now on Egypt, the, the UAE, and Saudi Arabia, as well as the smaller GCC countries. And they want to get that audience in because the spending and purchasing power is much higher. So what was on show then at the eSports Summit? And uh, you right. know, what were the main topics that were spoken so about? So a lot of the uh, main eSports organizations based out of the Middle East were, and some flew down here as well. They were talking on different topics like uh, gaming on the blockchain, gaming with crypto as well. Yeah. Uh, besides that, they were also talking about how people can look at advertising right now. And I stream on Twitch as well. And uh, people who go on Twitch right now I'm starting to see ads from local entities, which I never used to do that. Uh, like I, never, I always used to see international ads, which means Twitch, as an Amazon product, are actually building a presence here in the Middle East. They're servicing local content for people who watch it. And while the numbers are not as quite as big this year as they were during the pandemic when everyone was sitting at home and watching, yeah. uh, there's clearly a lot of interest in people trying to set up an ecosystem here as well. Even YouTube gaming, uh, on top of that, have a presence here as well. So... A lot of that focus was mostly industry, but also talks about how they can improve the entire ecosystem to make it more accessible to like common gamers mm -hmm. to get on a professional level. Right, right. Uh, what kind of level are you on? Uh, I, I, used mean, to, I mean, do you compete? I used to. I'm semi-pro. 
uh, I well, work when work came across the side. I then went from semi-pro to industry, so I started talking about the industry. Yeah, I still do play uh, on a competitive level, but again, that's not something. I'm nothing compared to like the 15, 16 year olds with very fast response times <laughs> who are way better at the game. Than I mean, I that's am. interesting, isn't it? A- yeah. Age is obviously a factor. Yeah, it? People, like it would be if you're a professional football player. Exactly the same because in the US, esports athletes are considered athletes because are they, they really they are. Yeah, they do get the esport. They get the passport that says they are a sports professional. And My while goodness, a lot of people, no idea. yeah, a lot of people would say that, yeah, but they're just sitting there and playing video games. But no, it takes so much hyper focus because every microsecond of reaction time counts, just like a real sport. So we're looking at people clicking away at keyboards and mouse at, at very fast speeds. You have like Razer, for example, the brand, the gaming brand. Yeah, they are making mice that keep up with the gamers, <laughs> and they're very expensive products at the end of the day. But yeah. they're so good in their performance, means that. If a, a gamer says he wants to click in one tenth of a second, I'm exaggerating here, but I'm, I'm trying to put a point here. They can do that. Mm. And they obviously, pr- they build the hardware around these gamers. And then these gamers then become brand ambassadors for regular consumers to buy their products. Wow. Which is why when you go to the mall, you will obviously see a lot of the teens who are very familiar. And they go to the, go to the, they go to the local stores and they know exactly what they want, when they want it. And how they want it. Yeah. yeah. So, were there a lot of young people at this summit today? Yeah, they yeah. were. And uh, definitely a lot of focus was also on social media. Uh, TikTok has their own gaming brand on its own. I think a lot of the p- social media giants like Facebook and Twitter right now, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a reason to worry because the biggest consumption of content right now, right after Google, is TikTok on the search functions alone. So say, for example, you want to search for your popular YouTuber, they will obviously look their TikTok up. The younger generation, while we generally be very dismissive of what they do on social media, because we have that generation as well. Every generation looks on the the younger one and says, what are you doing? And that's not right. But for them, that's what they've learned and that's what they know. Yeah. Right. We're going to come back. Uh, We're going to look at a couple of titles um, that uh, we need to be playing at the moment. And I I want to talk Tekken. I remember talking. I remember playing the first edition of Tekken um, with my uh, young son at the time. And I'm seeing that there's another one. It's either getting released or it's been released. We'll find out a little bit more about that when we come back. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back into the show. Kevin Sebastian is the man in the know when it comes to video gaming. We're going to look at a couple of titles right now that you might want to pick up and you might want to put into your PlayStation, starting with Ragnarok. What do we know about this one, Kevin? So... One of the things that every PlayStation person will tell you is that God of War was their main title, what made them buy their PlayStation. Yeah. I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet, but this game, which is coming out in November, on, on the ninth, pre-orders are open right now. Yeah. This might be the game that actually breaks me to buy the console right, right. now. Uh, I'm surprised I, you've not got a 5 yet. Yeah. The thing is, and I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be very candid as to why. So I'm a PC gamer, a very avid one at that. And uh, I also have an Xbox console and I have a Nintendo Switch for the family yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. The PlayStation, fi- the PlayStation games generally have started coming on the PC right now. Like the previous oh, God okay. of War got released now, and so did Spider-Man as well. So they are games which, while they're designed for the console, the PC versions of those same games play them really well. And you can really push it with the graphics right, as well. so you don't need them particularly. right. Yeah. So the one thing you do lose out on while not getting a console on, on PlayStation, you, you don't get... You get a serious case of FOMO because... 
you'll actually have to wait a, a couple of years to do that. Right. And uh, and that's the thing because this God of War game right now, Ragnarok is a, a, a direct sequel to the previous game that came out, mm-hmm. and it is shaping up to be like the Christmas blockbuster that Sony is really banking on right now. Right. right. They even have like a collector's edition. I think a few units are coming to our region as well, and it's insane because they actually have taken mythologically accurate versions of Norse gods. So Thor, not the Thor that we know from Marvel, but Thor over here is a very angry big man. And <laughs> and he is in and he has a very big killer instinct in this. So the whole point of this is that basically God of War generally is an action adventure game, but this story is shaping up to be a very emotional one because it's between Kratos and his son. And I'm not gonna give too many spoilers no, on no, the radio no. as well, because no, no. like for those of people who haven't played the first game. Yeah. But the idea is that the game looks so much more stunning and this game was delayed as well. So they are generally going to be the, the developers, Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica Studios are going to bring the game out when it's ready. And this is the date that they've set. So they never reveal anything besides like two trailers and they're very short ones of that. So yeah, yeah. they're leaving nothing to chance. And at the same time, this is the, the Sony State of Play event which happened yesterday. Uh, this is what everyone was waiting for and that's what they revealed at the very end Did they? saying that okay you wanted it here it is yeah. that's what we're showing for you. let's have a listen to what is it you will not tell me I can't talk about it but I just need you to trust me we follow your every whim but you don't believe in any of it and still I follow because all that matters is that you are safe but that's not all that matters who's keeping you safe I do not need you to protect me Sure about that? There's a little clip then from uh, the uh, trailer. That's uh, Ragnarok. The date on that once again when it's going to be November 9th. November 9th. Now, something that I really want to talk about is <laughs> um, is a game that I, you know, I used to play hours with with my son on his PlayStation, and um, it's still going strong. It's still surviving. It's still, I would say, when it comes to the the fighter kind of stuff, is up there with Street Fighter for sure. Um, and we're talking Tekken. We're on the eighth Absolute, edition now. Yeah, eight eight games in, and it's not even eight. They have other other games but you never actually serialize them but this is the continuation like eight on the same serial number right so this tekken 8 was obviously a rumored game nobody even was talking about it yeah bandai namco the, the the developers were basically very mum about this because tekken has remained an upper echelon of fighting games when it comes to like competitive sport yeah, yeah. so much so that uh during the last fighting tournament which they hosted on evo 2022 all they revealed was uh, the face of one of the characters from the trailer mm. and that they, the entire audience cramped and that was all they needed and yesterday they revealed a very short trailer of uh, Tekken and uh, Tekken 8 was obviously something that a lot of people were also expecting but when I saw this trailer I was blown away with how crisp it looked like we came from a generation where we see two characters side scrolling mm. and now we're seeing like dynamic action sequences uh, when when a punch is made, you can literally see like veins popping. That's the kind of quality that they're doing right now, and they're obviously taking advantage of PlayStation's hardware. Yeah, but it's also coming back on the Xbox and PC as well. So they've clearly made this game, saying that we're going to give you what you love, but we're going to make it as cinematic as yeah. I mean it's a simple premise isn't it you know it's it's two kind of characters and when I say characters they can be all kinds of things it can be a panda versus a, a man made of wood or it can be a martial artist yeah you know uh, and 
you just never know what's kind of coming next. There's female characters in there. It's simple. You get in there. You have three chances uh, at fighting, exactly, right? and, and that's it. And it, and it's it, but it's it just pulls people in. Absolutely. Like I think back my first venture with Tekken was in the arcade machines, the old school cabinet yeah. machines. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing my very first Tekken game on there, and uh, then moved on to console as well. Like literally, what I've seen right now is while. Tekken doesn't have a place in casual homes. It's still like a mainstay in all competitive tournaments. More so, I find that a lot of people tend to watch not just Tekken, like even the Super Smash Bros. Like those kind of games, the fighting games are generally just more fun to watch because they're unpredictable. Mm. You can't tell who's going to win until like the very last second. Yeah. Because anything can go on because you've seen instances in competitive tournaments where a person may have like one line of health and still win the game. Yeah, yeah. Like and that's like adrenaline pumping, right? You want to watch these moments because that's when you know somebody who's down and out and they're about to lose but they don't and then that's like an <laughs> underdog story. Like I mean it's the perfect game for button mashing. There's no, there's no two way you yeah. know for crunching those uh, those buttons and uh, I mean you know when you get into it as well you can pull off some real stunning moves, can't Absolutely. you? You know, when like, you're practicing. Uh, there were some players who are so good at the game that they tend to show off during competitive tournaments as well. Like we, I've seen play, people who actually know the combinations literally at the back of the hand. Really, that they yeah. don't look at their controller at all. They just go from behind the hands wow. just to be just to be like flashy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like they just they, they're so flashy to the point that they actually intimidate their teammate because they're sitting next to them yeah. in certain instances, right? But Obviously, now with the spirit of the game and the spirit of the sport, it's it's evolved into so much more. And with this game coming out next year, there's no release window, by the way. Right, all they right. all we have is a rele- is a trailer. Trailer, but it got one of the most viewed eyes on this. So, like, I yeah. honestly think that next year, 2023, for fighting games, this is going to be on the list. I'll put you on the spot: Street Fighter or Tekken? Tekken. Tekken. Me too. Tekken all the way. <laughs> Kevin Sebastian, thank you so much once again for coming in talking video games. Pleasure. And uh, we want to keep this going as well. I love to talk video games and uh, all the news that goes along with it. Uh, if people want to follow you, Kevin, um, where, can, where can we do that? Keep up with you on, on your tech. You and can then... follow me on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere on the internet. Uh, yeah. Nox Voyager. That's N-O-X-V-O-Y-A-G-E-R. That sounds like a video game, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thanks, sir, Kevin, once again for coming along. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.